0: Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Spark podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say lovely ladies and friends and men and everybody that is joining us welcome 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 i'm kind of pooped so if i sound tired it's because my eyes are half fucking closed um just like a it's just been really big um you know if you follow me on instagram which most of you do we had we've got 24 amazing women in queen alchemy and i'm so fucking excited to start like holy shit it's gonna be amazing i'm really excited for this round um it's just getting, it just every time it just gets better and better. And like Shelby and I have some amazing things in the works. Um, a lot of you would have seen the bundle opened today. So if you haven't gotten on that, the bundle is a $49 until the end of the month, April, (coughs) sorry, um, $49 bundle and you get access to a whole pile of videos from like past lives, from past, um, online circles that I did snippets from like m- the mastermind and other things like that. Um, online interviews that, that I've done for other people's, like, um, for other people's groups and, and that sort of jazz, you get them all, um, in this bundle and it's over $3,000 worth of value for $49. So it's a really amazing way for any of you that are still trying to like dabble in my work and you're like, I don't really know whether I like Monica or not. It's a really good place for you to start. And it's also like, I feel like a lot of us are getting really fucking sick of Netflix. I know I am. So, um, I kind of have making a bit of a rule that like, I literally, am not watching Netflix unless I'm fucking pooped. And if I am, I can watch one episode, then I'm going to either like go to bed early or I'm going to do something else. I'm going to work. Um, but yeah, business has been super fucking and busy right now. We've got some amazing things coming. I've spent the whole day also recording content between clients um, for Magic Money Manifestation level two. So that is my ma- that's my um money and manifestation like online course. Really good level one's a really good like intro into like money, wealth, luxury um healing your money wounds and healing um like any wounds that you have around scarcity or being too much um, or asking for too much and kind of getting more into those like Um, spiritual practices around money and the universe and it's just like really fucking good vibes because I also recorded it in my sick pad in New York so god I miss that place um so that's a really good place for you guys to also start it's only $197 and it's got like 13 or 14 modules It's it's, it's actually really full of content so it's really good value um And I like kind of doing that because I'm feeling like you guys get good intro stuff um, to me then to then see whether you want to be investing in that higher level and getting those next level results. Because obviously with those online courses, it's nowhere near like working with me in like a live container. Um, But yeah, I'm recording level two. So I've been doing that today and recording content is actually really fucking exhausting. But... What we are getting onto now is sisterhood wounding. So this is what we're talking about today. And I've got one of my clients on and she suffered a lot with sisterhood wounding. And that was one of her biggest breakthroughs that she did with working with me for a while. And now she's in the certification becoming a coach herself um, with sisterhood wounding. So it really blocked her confidence and her ability to like show up as her full self and you know she didn't want to be too much too outspoken x y and z and i and i think this is really important for you guys to hear from another person's perspective because i understand that a lot of you can think well monica's naturally very confident so like i'm not that and i and i want to say that i like hear you and see you because i am naturally very confident and i have been um i have suffered from sisterhood wounding but i'm I've got, I'm so fiery that I don't give a shit at the same time. So it's this combination. And so it's really nice to hear Scarlett come in. And with sisterhood wounding, guys, like I want you to fucking take a piece of my fieriness. Um, Sisterhood wounding is basically, if you don't know it, it's basically wounds around women stabbing you in the back it's wounds around being too much women um, thinking you're too much women putting you down it often shows through self-sabotage like not wanting success because you actually don't want to be put on a pedestal by your friends you don't want to be looked down upon or you don't want to be looked up to by your friends I even suffered with that I, I suffered with sisterhood wounding more so actually when I first started my business not in school per se but like I had all the usual school drama Um, but I then suffered with it, um, a lot when I was, um, not like, yeah, quite a bit actually, um, when I first started my business, because, um, I actually had like girls from school that I thought were quote unquote friends, but they weren't. And I actually talked about this in like episode three, I think about like, tearing other women down. Um, and I had quite a bit of it when I first started my business, very behind my back, but I could tell that it was happening and it was quite obvious. Um, and I'm not actually friends with anybody at school anymore except for one friend. Um, I'm friends with some some of my really good friends still um, from – when I was living in Sydney, um, we still like keep in touch. And when I was living in Sydney, they were, oh, sorry, I went to school in Sydney for seven years. For any of you that don't know, basically I grew up in New York. Then I moved to Sydney. I've spent exactly the, I spent equal amounts of time in New York, Sydney, and Melbourne, seven years, New York, seven years, Sydney, seven years, Melbourne, um, and then back New York, back to New York, lol. So when people say, where'd you grow up? I'm like, I don't actually know. Like I've split it three ways. So in Sydney, I made some really good school friends and I am still friendly with them, but I'm not friendly with the friends that I made in Melbourne, except for one, because we lived in New York together. She was actually in New York when I was there and we became really close. Um, and that was really, really nice. Shout out to Franchi. Um, so she's probably listening to this. So, um, I suffered a lot with sisterhood wounding when I started my business because I had girls tearing me down. Um, and it was from jealousy. A lot of sister- wounding actually comes from jealousy especially if you are really like in your power and if you want great things and if you work on yourself it can actually be um from bitterness and jealousy from these women um and it was jealousy because I chose to leave the bubble in Melbourne I went to a private school and everybody just does the same shit when they leave most people do and I remember when I came back from my gap year so I was already putting a put a put a put on a pedestal which I didn't want to be put on when I was on my gap year because like I was one of the three girls that went out of our year group. No one does gap years because like, especially in Australia and from private schools, cause you're very like, gap years looked down upon basically. From schools and my school especially, they don't want you to go on Gap because they want you to go straight to uni and become a doctor. And like, that was just not my fucking vibe. Thank God I didn't do that. Anyway, and so I was already treated differently when I came back. And it was very obvious to me because when I went traveling, it was like, it was very obvious who was my friend, who wasn't, because I had a few people that would stay in contact and the rest wouldn't. And they'd all be obsessed when I came home, like, oh my God, Monica, I missed you. I'm like, no, you fucking haven't. I've been away for a year. You haven't missed shit. And um, for me, it was just like, it was very surprising. Like, I'm someone that wants to always grow. And- and i came back and it was like the same music same club same doing everything so i wanted more for myself so i moved to sydney and this is by the way this is not shaming the people that are like still doing the same things i do not like if, if that serves them um and if they're happy then that's great but what was happening was there was judgment and it's kind of like when people what i sometimes say it's gonna be controversial but this is not this is not coming from a meme perspective but something that i do actually want to voice it's like people are judged now for it's like okay so they used to be like let's use um Let's use um, gay and straight as an example. People used to be judged for being gay, and now people can be judged for being straight. It's like, guys, we need to just have no judgment everywhere. Like that that's thats what we need to have. So there's no judgment if you are still in the Melbourne bubble in Australia, no judgment. And there should also be no judgment if, if I chose to move to Sydney and start a business. But what was happening was there was judgment. So there was judgment for me moving because there was jealousy that I was starting a business and that I was um, running a successful business that I moved out of home quite young that I was living in Sydney and, and it was obvious I was living a good life like I lived by the beach I was making great friends like x y and z it was also like challenging because I had a really bad ski accident Um, so that was also not fun so there was challenging moments but you know, it was jealousy that fed this need to tear me down. And I could feel that. I really could feel that tearing, that tearing, um, that tearing down. And so what can then often happen is for a lot of women, and I, I definitely want to say also me included a little bit, of there can be fear around actually having success. So basically it's like your brain is like, well, if this is what's going to happen when I'm successful. Why would you become successful? So it can actually cause a lot of self-sabotage for women with success or with, um, you know, having amazing things and calling amazing things into their life because on some level they're worried that they're going to be made fun of or teared down by their friends. And I was teared down um, and made, a f- made fun of and, and ridiculed behind people's backs and they thought that I didn't know, but it was fucking obvious to me. And I want to say with Cishood Wounding, it shows more about the other person that does about you ladies. Always, always, always. But the way that it will show up for anyone that's wondering is like fear around group work, fear around being in large groups of women. Um, self-sabotage around your career and work, um, or just like self-sabotage around asking for too much or having quote unquote too much. There's no such thing as too much. FYI, the universe wants to give and it wants us to receive and we're shit receivers. So we need to get better at that. Um, And that's kind of how it shows up of, you know, you not feeling like you can be your full self, you being afraid to be your full self because what if someone makes fun of you? All that kind of stuff. And the thing that helps me the most, and you'll hear from Scarlett's perspective as well, what's really helped her is the thing that helps me the most is actually sending love to those people because they are not happy within themselves that the only way that they can feel some sort of like serotonin release and they can they can feel some sort of um, some sort of validation and almost like significance. That's the word. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So the, the only way they can feel significance is actually by tearing somebody else down because then they feel like they're being significant and they're putting somebody else in their place it's it is a form of bullying but what happens is from this form of bullying um, it creates a sisterhood wound within you and this blocks your ability to be really open and intimate with women because you're afraid that they're going to use it behind your back or they're going to stab you in the back with it or they're going to make fun of you um, and so therefore it totally closes your heart off to women and to feminine energy and then I mean it's obviously going to close your heart off to men as well because you feel like you just can't trust anybody so let's jump into the episode with scarlet um, but a lot of sisterhood wounding people say well how can i heal that you know what the best way is to heal it to like come to my events um we don't know when the next one's going to be hopefully the end of the year crossing fingers um we have to wait till like all the travel shit's lifted because i don't want to put tickets out and then not be able to fucking do it so we'll see what happens. So my events because what and, and my group programs that are live, the reason why I say this is because what happens is your brain is like, no, no, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. Like the women are going to be mean and like you're going to get teared down, you're going to made fun of X, Y, and Z. Um, but when you go to them and I hold the safest containers and I do not attract any women that engage in any sort of disgusting behavior like that, what happens is you come and you actually experience so much love between other women that you're like, your whole brain is like, oh, I don't have to believe it anymore and it creates a new reality for yourself and immediately in that moment you lift, you let go of the sisterhood wounding so like doing group work is such a powerful way to get rid of sisterhood wounding because just the container of being with other women sharing vulnerabilities with other women going through the same stuff with other women it just makes it just heals that part of yourself like that is honestly the fastest and best way to heal sisterhood wounding and then also to like do energetic release work with me, obviously. And that's what Scarlett did a lot of. Um, and she came to my New York event as well. And that helped her tremendously. We, we initially recorded a, um, an initial interview and then she like forgot a pile of things. She was like, can we re- record it? And I was like, fuck yeah. Um, but she said in the initial one, like it was New York. That was that catalyst for her because being in a room with other women that that celebrated your sexuality and your sensuality and all the women were getting down and dirty, it completely allowed her to crack open and for her brain. Brain to be like, oh, goosebumps, for her brain to be like so safe in that scenario, it just healed that part of her without a fucking shadow of a doubt. So, with that, no more blabbering from know. me. Let's jump okay, into cool. the interview. All right. All right, Scarlett. So, welcome to the podcast. It's so nice to have you here. Um, now, we initially recorded this episode after the event in November. But we're re recording it because why the fuck not? So, we're going to talk about sisterhood wounding. Can you explain to us? what your experience was with cystoid wounding and then where you are now.
1: Yeah, so um, it kind of started when I was in primary school and I was quite badly bullied by one of my best friends at the time Um, and it kind of started to create a fear of being who I was and expressing myself and feelings like I wasn't good enough and all these other girls were better than me because that's what basically they were telling me. So I just kind of adopted those beliefs because I was hearing it 24 seven. Um, and it got so bad and the school system honestly, like doesn't know how to deal with things like that. And it ended up me staying home the second term of year six, um, because the school was like, we can't help you. Um, so from there, it kind of just grew because I wasn't given the tools to properly deal with it. And Um, my parents kind of tried as best as they can, but for them as well, like they didn't know how to help me deal with it. So from there, I kind of just got very, very, very insecure. I was always a very shy kid, but it just became like, I didn't really know who I was because I kind of had suppressed it for so long. Um, and then high school, I left the second term of year seven Um, And started homeschooling just because I didn't, I think at the time I said it was because I hated school and I just didn't like all the bitchiness with the girls. Um, But now if I reflect back, it was really because I didn't like suppressing who I was. And Mm. I felt like if I was at home, I could kind of just be myself and there was no one like around me to judge me. But um, in actuality, I didn't know who that was. Um, And fast forward to now, I guess I have finally found who I am and I'm confident in myself and honestly like doing the work with Monica is like the best thing that I could have ever done for myself like words can't describe how incredible she is and the transformations that I've had
0: so what what's what's it like now when you interact with women then now because you are past sisterhood wounding and the immersion I think really helped you in that as well am
1: I correct I think the immersion was like probably the biggest breakthrough, having that like support from the other women in person is just like another level. Awesome. So what's, what's interaction like now with women? Now compared to before, so before it was very, like, I wouldn't really say much. I'd kind of just, I was a big people pleaser. So I just like agree with what everyone said and kind of just like stay in the background. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas now, like I can actually approach someone, like if I'm at an event or something, I will actually, like, go up to someone and start talking to them and, like, I will voice my opinions rather than just being like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind of like I get to actually form real friendships rather Mm. than just, like, being friends with people for the sake of it, I guess. Totally. Okay.
0: And what else have you found, like, has changed in your life since you've gotten rid of that sisterhood wound because honestly it like it like destroys you when you feel like you can't be yourself around other women honestly
1: I think my whole life has completely changed like I never used to want to leave the house and now like I actually like leaving the house aside from being in Manchester because I don't love it
0: here um but like (laughs) and we're all in lockdown now so now like yeah the house has to be fucking good (laughs) I'm like this is just my life normally (laughs) (laughs) you are y'all one of the memes that like on Instagram of like introverts. And then now with the lockdown, Oh, I've been doing this my whole life. Like I've prepared for this or whatever the fucking memes are. <laughs> Literally.
1: Um, but now I actually like, I enjoy going out and like, I don't second guess every little thing I'm doing. Like it got to the point, it was so bad. It got to the point where like, I would just like change like 10 times before I left the house. Cause I was like, Ooh, what will people think if I wear this or this? Like, I don't want to be like too much or I don't want to be like the slutty one or like, I don't want to be too conservative. So like even just something as small as that um, and like being able to go out and like just fully let go and like just be myself is, I can't explain like how amazing that feels. And like just being able to fully like express who I am, even with myself, like, I don't know if that makes sense, but like, I just didn't feel comfortable being myself because I thought like, oh, this person's going to judge me. So I better not be myself at home because then I'll kind of get too used to it. If that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Amazing.
1: Were you in a relationship when you had this hood waiting? No. So okay. because I had kind of isolated myself so much, I actually was never in a relationship until I moved overseas. I never dated because I had isolated mm-hmm. myself so much and that was just so, mm-hmm. like, vulnerable to me and to be
0: vulnerable was, like, I couldn't do that. Yeah, okay, cool. So what is your, or what was your, or still is actually, would be your definition of, like, what cystoid wounding is based on your experience?
1: Um, I would say it's really, like, women tearing down your sense of self really, and you allow it too. So it's like women attacking you because they're, they they do not have the confidence in themselves. And then you allowing them to attack you and tear you down because you don't have the confidence in yourself. So I think it's like a lack of confidence from both parties, but then as a result, the other party gets to kind of feel more confident. It's not even really confidence. Yeah. Um, and then your confidence gets torn down more and more until you don't know who you are anymore. Mm, that's a great definition. Okay. So what were some of the other things that you wrote down that you wanted to talk about? Um, so I know last time you asked me about money. Oh, yeah. And I kind of had this download of like shit, like I was blocking myself from money for so long mm. because I especially when I started my business, because I was afraid to take the aligned action I needed to, to show up in the way that my clients or potential clients needed me to show up. And so because I wasn't doing that, because I was so afraid of judgment, I just wasn't showing up how I should have been. And so obviously like clients aren't going to come to me when I'm not showing up and providing Mm. value, when I'm not showing up on my stories with my face, like all of those little things. And like, obviously people can sense your energy. So if I'm showing up in an energy of like, oh, I really want to say this thing, but I'm just going to like hold back because I'm afraid they're going to sense that. And like, I wouldn't hire a coach that can't even show up as herself.
0: So why would someone else hire me? Isn't it crazy how sisterhood wounding, something from like school can fuck your whole life and your business and your money and your relationships and even like your health, your wellness, everything, if you don't deal with it? A hundred
1: percent. And the craziest part is like, until I started working with you, I didn't even realize that that's what was like, Mm. basically creating my entire reality and that's what I was living from and it was something that had happened when I was like you know 11 12 but I was creating my life now from that space which is just crazy totally
0: but now you're a new woman so it's all fine okay that's a that's a great download about the money what were some other ones that you wrote down I'm interested to hear um let me have a look okay
1: um it almost Another thing is like, it made me very like socially awkward Mm. because I was so afraid of that judgment. And I was always like, when you're afraid of that, like you've constantly got that fear of judgment, you're always in your head. And when you're always in your head, you're coming from a very like logical place. And like, you're trying to make everything, like make rational decisions and From that space and you're, like, kind of analysing everything that you're going to say and you're going to do, it makes you socially awkward because you can't have a real conversation with someone when you're analysing everything that you say before you say it, if that makes sense. Totally. So it made me very, like, socially awkward and it made me kind of just, like, not want to be in social situations because I knew that I was uncomfortable in those situations. So I would just... Mm -hmm isolate myself. And I always thought that I was a very, like, I didn't need a lot of social interaction. I always thought that I was like someone who really, really liked her alone time until like recently I realized actually I thrive off of like having friends and spending time with friends and being in social situations. It's just because I didn't trust myself enough to be in those situations.
0: Yeah. Most people thrive when they're with other people. Like, I feel like a lot of people, they say, I'm an introvert, I'm an introvert. And I'm like, that's like, yes, we all love our alone time, but we all, generally all of us will thrive from other people's energy. Obviously, if you're with someone that's like draining your energy, no, but most people don't, like good friends don't drain your energy. They build you up and like, you have the best times, you know, super high vibe. So I feel like everyone needs to reflect on like, am I actually an introvert or is that like a facade that I'm wearing? So I don't have to face the outside worlds
1: basically. A hundred percent, and that 's something I was definitely hiding behind and I think there's a lot of things that society tells us like that, and that's kind of like seen as like almost cool these days um that people kind of hide behind and they 're like oh i 'm just an introvert, but like actually there's a lot of like wounding behind that, and that 's just a mask that you 're hiding behind. labels are just dumb full stop okay, <laughs> so
0: what do you <laughs> feel like what out of interest, what do you feel like was the biggest thing that like gave you that catalyst to be like, holy shit, like this is where it's from and then moving through that?
1: Um, I think I heard you talking about sisterhood wounding, maybe it was on your podcast or Instagram oh, yeah. or something um, and it was just like a light bulb moment when I was like, holy shit, like that's what's, that's what's holding me back in life, like I'm so afraid of judgment from others, I'm like constantly comparing myself to other women like how can I be happy when I don't even like trust myself when I don't even think I'm good enough or worthy like how could I create my dream life when I don't think I'm worthy or good enough yeah Um, and so from
0: there it was just like yeah I'm all in. I have to do the work to clear this makes sense have you found it easier to to make friends since doing this work a hundred percent and I've also realized that like I always, for
1: me, it was like, oh, how am I going to make friends? Like, it's just, to me, in my head, like, it was something that was such a hard thing. Like, people have friends from school and, like, that's how people make friends or work. Um, Whereas, like, my situation was a little bit different. But now I've realized that, like, there's so many ways to make friends. And, like, the New York event, like, I met some really amazing women and like through Instagram like you meet amazing women and you end up meeting up and it's just like there's so many ways to meet amazing women and like-minded women and you don't have to overthink it it just kind of naturally happens now
0: totally I've met people like I was in New York and I was talking to a barista one time and she was a doula and then we ended up catching up for coffee and like became friends like you just gotta put yourself out there and be open to it instead of being like a closed book all the time because you never know A hundred percent. And
1: when you're in that state of like kind of reserving yourself and not allowing yourself to be true to who you are, no one's gonna want to come up to you and talk to you and like
0: start a conversation. Yeah, because you're not radiating, but like when you are in alignment you fucking radiate. And
1: everyone
0: wants to. Um, what were some of the other things? Anything else that you wrote
1: down? Um I also wanted to touch on too that I think a lot of women see themselves as a victim of bullying and I'm not saying that the bullies are right and that it's all your fault but you also have to see stand back and like look at how you allow them to do that to you because I think when I realized that I wasn't a victim everything changed for me but when you're stuck in that state of victimhood you can't heal you can't forgive like you can't change your perception of things so you have to really look at like the fact that you aren't a victim and you did on some level allow them to do that and it's also like a good reflection of like okay why did I allow them to do that and how can I change so in the future that doesn't happen to me again
0: yeah because you only allowed it because of your wounds Exactly. Like if you if you didn't have those wounds then you wouldn't have allowed bullying or you wouldn't have attracted it in as bad as that sounds um And then once you heal those wounds, like healing the bullying is so easy because those beliefs have like, those beliefs have been installed into your brain because of the initial wounds from generally your parents. That's why going back all the way to the childhood Mm. stuff, like fucking fixes your business issues because everything's so related. Yeah.
1: And I think too, like, like you said, it comes from your parents. I think for me, it came from my mom because my mom was bullied as a kid. Mm. And so she was really insecure as well. So I think I kind of picked up on that. Um, and so I allowed them to bully me because I was like, oh, like they're better than me or I'm not good enough or I'm small. Like I can't stand up for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Especially too. Cause I was always told like, I'm a, you're a really shy kid. So I was like, I can't stand up for myself. Yeah. I'm shy
0: interesting yeah it's funny how like when you're told like oh I'm you're shy you're just an introvert like oh that's just the way you are you really believe that and I really believe that you can actually change your personality like a thousand percent you mm-hmm. can change your personality or at least become like a more healed version of your personality because like you know enneagrams do you know what Enneagram you are um, I think I did it for Baba, but I can't remember. All that okay. stuff confuses me. Yeah. So um I'm an eight, for example, and eights generally get seen as being a bitch. And at school, people were always afraid of me. And I didn't realize that until like later on like year 12, and someone said to me, you know, people are actually scared of you, Monica. And the reason why they were scared of me wasn't because I was actually a bitch, it was because I had really strong boundaries. But what I will say is like with, with the Enneagrams, with like your personality type, like you can be a very wounded eight and then you can be a very healed eight. So like, for example, back then, whilst I had strong boundaries, sometimes I didn't even let people have human moments because my boundaries were so strong. And now mm. I've moved to a more healed part where I still have really strong boundaries, but I also let people like have their human moments, make mistakes, and I don't shame them for it. Whereas back then I was like a bit cold and would not let people cross their boundaries at all. And so I, I could see how I was taken as a bitch, but that was like a wounded version of me where I didn't know how to like draw boundaries in a very um curious, warm, friendly way. So I really believe that like no matter what your personality is, you can fucking change it to be a more healed version of yourself um whether you've been told that you're shy or that like oh that's just the way you are you're just cold like I always thought oh I'm just cold but like now I'm not cold like that's fucking bullshit um yeah you can change yourself basically 100% I'm not the same person that I was like before
1: I moved overseas or even like a year ago you can definitely change your personality and I think people get very stuck in like oh it's just who I am but like you can change who you are at any
0: moment Totally, totally. Any last words you want to talk about, Scarlett, re cystoid wounding, or like tips that you want to give? Um, I
1: think the main thing is just like reflecting on why you feel so insecure. Like if you're constantly going to a place of like comparing yourself to other women, like why are you comparing yourself to other women? If you're constantly like in that fear of judgment, why are you afraid of judgment? And usually it comes back to that like, I'm not good enough. Mm. And so I think if you're in that state, you really really like I cannot highly recommend enough doing the work because if you don't, you're always going to be unhappy. There's always going to be something missing and you're always going to be searching for the next like quick fix when there is no mm. quick fix.
0: So out of interest, how do you feel like post doing so much work on yourself? How do you feel just like on a general day-to-day basis, like even today, how do you feel within yourself and like within your soul and your personality and body and all that?
1: For starters, I fucking love life now. Like I never thought, I always dreamed of living like, and I don't even live like a super extravagant life, but like, I just, I'm content in the life that I'm living now, which doesn't mean I don't have goals. It just means that like, I'm able to enjoy the little things, like, I'm not doing anything like huge today, but like even just like before I got on this call, like I was just dancing in my living room, and that brings me like so much joy, yeah and like just those little things that I could never enjoy before,
0: totally so like, what's an example of how you'd be feeling on an average day beforehand versus now like dancing in your living room?
1: before I was always fucking tired, like I just always felt drained, I was like numb, like I didn't really feel much um And I was just always like, I didn't want to leave the house. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to see anyone. I kind of just like locked myself away and just like almost threw myself like a pity party every single day.
0: Interesting. And now you're like celebrating all the little things in life as well as the big things. And now I'm like, I fucking love life. Like, seriously, isn't it amazing how like, like, you know, what's that like thing people say of like oh, thank God it's Friday. You're like, oh, tomorrow's Monday. I'm like, if you're complaining, you need to fix your life because life is fucking amazing. Like fucking amazing. I'm obsessed. I know.
1: And when people are like, oh, it's Monday tomorrow, I'm like, shouldn't you be excited to like get up and like go to work?
0: It's just another day. Like I I get the people like don't like their jobs and whatever, but again, Mm. we are in control of our reality. So if you don't like your job, you need to change it or you need to like have a stronger why behind the reason that you're doing that job. Maybe it's like in the meantime before you build a business or whatever it is. Um, amazing. Any last things you want to mention to everybody, Scarlett? Um, that's what else, too. I always
1: thought I wasn't in control of my life. You are 100% in control of your life. If you don't like where you are, get up and change it. Like, I would just wish and hope for something to change. Like, no, you have to actually get up and take the fucking action. Like, manifesting isn't just like, asking for things and like sitting back and waiting for it like get up and take the fucking action and take control of your life
0: oh my god I love this the the, old, the I remember like when you first got on our call you were way more quiet now you're like take the fucking action <laughs> I'm like yes that's my girl <laughs> so good so good amazing okay thank you Scarlett for doing this I feel like this is going to resonate with so many people thank you so much for having me I love talking about this oh, it's Like my so favorite welcome. topic. Oh, can you um what's your Instagram handle so people can follow you um it's scarlet night health well i hope that you enjoyed that um that conversation with scarlet go have a follow of her she's doing my certification at the moment she's going to be such an amazing coach at the end of this i'm like so proud of how far she's come and she just i actually marked her quiz today and i was like list, i was like reading all of her um answers to the questions and i was like she is killing it they all are like seriously i'm so proud of these women actually if you didn't see on instagram i think don't hold me to this but if depending how it gets quite intensive towards the middle of the program, because we do, we do a lot of like co- practice coaching, depending how intense that gets, I might be able to actually run a second round, Uh, next year instead of the year after if I can try and streamline it even more so I might be able to fit it in so keep a lookout for that because I know I know a lot of you like really want to do it but you just couldn't financially so start saving in case I can do it next year Um, go get the bundle guys go make sure that you've bought level one of magic money Manifestation so that you're ready to take on level two in a few weeks when it comes out um and just keep looking out on my Instagram stories for all of the Italy at home vibes. If you haven't seen that, I've been making Italy at home, um, and just sharing all the good vibes with you guys and all the sensual vibes and the dirty vibes, very dirty, um, on my Instagram stories. So go watch that. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Oh, and please make sure that you listen to the episode 100, because we have a very insanely abundant giveaway and discount that is happening to celebrate episode 100 oh I feel like we need to do one for episode 111 as well lol but um make sure you look out for that it's going to be happening um towards end of the week on Friday um it might already have happened if you're watching this like in past time or whatever it's called and have a lovely rest of your day well thank you so much for tuning in I hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode I would be really, really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate, hopefully five, and if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease, I would be so fucking grateful. Make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients